Welcome to another episode of the Life of Interest podcast. I'm so excited to be exploring all of the chakras with you. And we just finished up the root chakra and we had some of the most amazing guests. So I hope that you were able to expand your knowledge and your understanding of the root chakra and how you can, you know, improve your career, your money mindset and all of that. So today is the first episode as we move up from the bottom of our, you know, the lower part of our body up into the upper is we move into the sacral chakra. And the sacral chakra is actually right below your belly button. And it's responsible for your sexual and your creative energy. And it's linked a lot to your emotions. And so I'm not even like gonna sit and act like I can dissect all this, which is why I have a super amazing guest on today. Her name is Christine Gold. She's a spiritual medium. She's an intuitive energy coach and an old soul healer. She guides lightworkers to unleash their gifts masked as depression and anxiety that lead to their soul's purpose. So I want to welcome Christine to the show. And Christine, just share a little bit more about yourself, what you do. You can expand on what I said there. And then, of course, I'd like you to add something fun, like something fun about your life, too. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. A little bit more about myself. Basically, I I call myself a former perfectionist, a former people pleaser, a former, I guess, uh, addictions, per Mm. se, any type of addiction. I mean, addiction could be anything. And I am now located in uh, beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, and uh, loving it here. It's basically a homage uh, to my grandparents. They actually built a property around here way back when I was a, a wee little type. But um, anyways, <laughs> a little bit more about me. Um, a corporate burnout, had my spiritual awakening four years ago. Um, dark night of the soul. Some mm. people might resonate with that. Yep. And you can have more than one. You know, some people have multiple. Oh, I just got chills. Yep. Yeah. And really, we're all here for a reason. My work started out as my mentor saying my anxiety, my depression is because we are not living from our intuitive inherent gifts that we were born with. And working with her, I learned all about chakras. (laughs) I also opened up as a medium. So I connect with the other side and it's a beautiful sacred job. Uh, No, it's, it's a purpose. It's not really a job. It's something I love to do. Um, And it has now evolved into Reiki master teacher, but more so it's really segueing to being anchored in God first, Christ consciousness, a course in miracles, training to be a chaplain as well, hospice care, really exploring the the death aspect as well, because we've seen a lot of that uh, in 2020 and even now in 2021, but really not just a physical death, but the death of who we used to be. So I work with a lot of ladies that are, you know, basically trying to find out why they're here. Mm. And through that work, there's a lot of inner child work that tends to come up, I'd say 80% of the time, whether it's a block in their energy, or we like to, like myself, put everything in little boxes and compartments and store them away. And um, they leak out. We call them energy leaks. Mm -hmm. And eventually it manifests as disease, 
which is, you know, part of my awakening as well. I had some, I had some issues. They were linked to my sacral chakra. <laughs> I had early menopause, um, hormone issues, uh, a blood clot, all within a year. So as wow. soon as I opened up to spirit, yeah, everything changed. It was like, you know, when you hold on to a rope really tightly, mm-hmm. I let go. Oof. And then everything just came flooding out. That's because I was holding on yeah. for so long, like in fight or flight yep. for most of my life, because I wasn't aware of how powerful and how perfect I already was. I had no idea. Yeah. I was living with ego. I was living with other people's expectations, society labels, do this, do that, friends, family, and no more. As I say, no moss. Yeah. Uh, a little fun thing about myself. <laughs> hmm. I love talking to animals. Ooh. I, I work with animals quite a bit. Okay. Um, and when I'm walking, it's funny, the owners, that the dogs are like making their way towards me and they're like, no, come back. <laughs> Bird. I feel like Snow White sometimes when I'm out because I love nature yeah. and they just come out. What a beautiful visual. That's very, I just mm. ima- imagining you walking down through the forest and just kind of like dancing around. And since your name is Christine Gold and, you're, and your business is 24K Healing, right? I just get this vision of all these like gold, gold dust, right? <laughs> just being like spread around. You're like skipping down the path. Like it's such a beautiful vision. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, wow. Definitely a lot that we can unpack. I mean, even some of the things you shared, I definitely can resonate with, right? You know, the burnout the expectations. I mean, that's what I've been working through over, I don't know, the past handful of years, but ever since leaving corporate America, you know, really mm-hmm. unpacking and, and cause like for me and a lot of the listeners have heard this, but just to bring you up to speed, right. It's like, for me, it was like, I was very successful, right? Like I, I, I drove through all the stuff, made the six figures by my early twenties in a sales career, went hard and I knew how to make shit happen. So I also was a powerful manifester, but I also like just never really chilled the fuck out. Right. Like I never really slowed down. I never like, I'm sure I listen to my intuition, but not in the way that I understand it now. Right. Like it was just about the go, go, go. A lot of people said I was like a Ferrari. And I took that. I thought it was awesome, right? Like, let me, let me go do this. And since I, as I've been unpacking all of that, really realizing and stepping into exactly what you said, like just listening to your intuition and realizing what got me here will not get me there. There meaning my future dreams, goals, visions. So there, we have a lot to unpack. And I just would love to just, can we go a little bit more into your story? And share a little bit more about that story and maybe even some of the things that helped you that you help people with. Like if you have a specific system or something that you take people with who realize I'm burnout or whatever it is, you know, that thing. And I want to get over here. How do you, how do you do that? Well, there's many ways that each client is different, but honestly, sharing my story really helps Mm -hmm. because then they're like, me too. Just like you were talking about sales. I, that's where I came from. I, I felt like a bobblehead. I'm like, yep, yep. Everything you were saying, that was me too. I did the six figures and was I happy? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And it really proves that money 
cannot buy happiness. And if you're miserable and you're, you're, you're a billionaire, you're still miserable. So who cares? What's the point? What is the point? Um, and point is, um, we can no longer live um, the way we were in 2019 and, and you know, previous that everything, we're basically rebuilding ourselves. This is the year of the of Aquarius, as they say. So this is connection, collaboration, co-creation, humanitarian, community, doing things gently, doing things that we've never done before, um, getting into those uh, scary places where fear likes to keep us safe and warm and, oh, don't, don't stretch too much. But, you know, um, fear is really been thrown around way too much. Um, I say have courage to step into something that feels scary, mm -hmm. but you're courageous like a lion. That's what I see. You know, you really got to, and it's not coming from, well, I'm going to go get, you know, that, let's say Ferrari, for example, mm -hmm. that's a thing. That thing will never fill the holes, those energy leaks that you have. It's the feeling. So I take my clients through feeling. We need to feel everything more. How does that make you feel? Now, it's not the shrink sitting on the couch with the notepad. <laughs> no, not, not that at all. It is me. I'm merely a guide and a vessel. I hold space for them, for them to find out their own epiphanies along the way. And it starts really simply, you know, what were your dreams as a child? What did you dream about? What did you do as a child? And what was maybe the first critical thing you heard as a child? Hmm. You really make those connections. That's where that inner critic comes in. That says you can't do this. You're not good enough. You're not skinny enough, whatever it is, pretty enough. Or you're just, you know, I've actually had clients tell me that they were, you know, told they were stupid. And I'm like, that's, that's terrible. I said, and really the lesson is it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them, mm. how they feel. Yeah. And they're projecting it out. So what can you do? You can either internalize that or you can flip it around and go, I'm releasing this because a lot of times we're holding on to things that are not ours. Mm. It's a lot of baggage. Yeah. And a lot of bullshit um and you know really empowering them they're highly sensitive they don't know what to do with their emotions they're like is that mine or theirs mm -hmm. so i really give them the distinction this is not yours this is theirs and you can leave it mm -hmm. boundaries yeah creating boundaries with clients as well but they really um have to go through like a series of um, going through their fears, um, going through their language. How are they speaking to themselves? What do they say? Because whatever you speak, declare, decree, you are bring, you're saying, okay, universe, this is what I really think mm -hmm. and feel about myself. It is cyclical. Whatever you're putting out gets cycled back in. So are you saying I'm, I'm no good. Uh, I'll never get this. Uh, I'll never have a partner. I'll never have a house, whatever it is. Number one fear, public speaking. I'll never be able to speak in front of people. Okay. Then you're, you're really limiting yourself. Um, it's really time to start loving ourselves and saying, you know what? I feel I can do this. Mm -hmm. I might be scared, but I need to practice. So I say practice, rinse, repeat. 
I've had clients say, oh, I would never, I, I always ask them, what, what's one thing you would never do that is so silly and so out there? And many times it's dancing, singing, um, something that makes them feel childlike. I'm like, oh, the, we're always coming back to the child. Yeah, yeah. Because somewhere along the way they were told they couldn't do that or they shouldn't do that. Or they, oh, you're so silly. Like we had some kind of a shame and a guilt and an association with um, a label. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking, and this came up in a previous episode too, is I'm thinking about the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Ruiz and he mm-hmm. talks about, you know, the black magic and the white magic and the way that he explains it is the power of the words that we have and other people have on us, especially when we're a kid. I mean, it does go throughout life, but when someone makes a declaration, you are this, you are that, don't do this, don't do that, et cetera, that then becomes our, our, our quote unquote truth until we're mm-hmm. willing to do that work. So I want to go into the inner child because I, I personally was introduced to, you know, that doing that inner child work and unleashing that inner child, I was introduced to that, those concepts first with the holistic psychologist who is, I found her on Instagram and I was like, what the heck is this inner child work? I didn't really understand what it was. I now understand, but for anyone who's hearing that for the first time, will you break down like what that is and why it would be important and like the power of it? Mm. Our, our inner child is anything that was prior to the age of seven that was suppressed Um, It's basically taking out the old program, Mm. whatever it happened to be, all of our generational trauma, Mm -hmm. right? All the stuff that's been carried on and carried forward and, and, and passed along, it stops with us. And the work that I do is uh, through being creative. Anytime we're creating and having fun and, you know, have you ever done something where you're like, oh, my goodness, it's five o'clock already. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was having much fun. That's what I'm steering my, you know, clients towards is the sense of play, because through play, it is therapeutic. So finding more ways to unleash those parts of ourselves that we forgot about. Like I'm part of a a poetry group. I used to write poetry and short stories as a child and I, somewhere along the way I stopped and now I'm, I'm, I, somebody, you know, ignited that spark within and I went with it. So we need to find more places where we feel that spark, that curiosity. We need to become more curious about things instead of going, eh, I don't know about that. So it's also uh, linked to our sexual energy. And I'm, you know, sex is, is included in this, but it's more of an intimacy. So into me, I see mm. going through all of the chakra work, you know, someone who is not maybe has doesn't says they don't have an imagination, but they do. They have to find those quiet spaces through meditation Mm -hmm. and have a visualization. And I take them through all of their chakras and show them how to work with prayer because prayer is powerful, how to put boundaries and protections around them before they go out into their day, wherever they're going, open their chakras, close their chakras it's almost, you know, are you familiar with smudging? At yes, all? I am. 
Okay, so that's part of it as well. I bring in the smudging aspects. I bring in sound therapy because sound mm -hmm. is amazing. It can reset the vagus nerve, which, you know, is linked to everything we do. It brings us back into that parasympathetic state, which is a state of common relaxation, not the fight or flight where we have been operating from for, for way too long. So through that, through essential oils, through working with crystals, I, I use so many things. It really depends on the client, mm -hmm. but I do take them through pretty much everything we just talked about. Um, when they work one-on-one -on -one with me, either through one-off session healing or through the mentorship and group groups that I do as well. So, yeah. And you know, it, it's, I love what you're saying. Cause I think too, I feel like what I'm doing with the life adventures podcast is bridging the gap between someone who maybe is, has comes from corporate or from a really traditional background, who's curious and looking into more spiritual things. Maybe you've heard some of these words, maybe haven't, but like they want to get over to that other side. And if any, you know, like I was explaining before, I've been straddling them, but I'm, I'm like letting that left foot off of like the traditional way and actually like standing with two feet on the other side and going, you know what, this stuff works. This stuff is real. But I think it can be from my experience, just a lot to go through and let go of those old programming. So with from everything you do, do you feel like that there's any specific reason why this can be challenging to really shift? Do you feel like this is all based on the sacral chakra? Like, what do you think contributes to like that being such a tough transition, at least for me and others who maybe find it to be tough too? Um, the unknown mm. and ego. Ego likes to Ooh, control. Yeah. yeah. And ego stands for edging God out. Because we've had a lot of wounds in regards to religion. I, I see that a lot as well. And I had my own, so I know all about it. <laughs> but really getting in touch with ourselves, it literally, um, whether, you know, you're journaling, because I keep a gratitude journal and a dream journal, because our dreams are messages. And there, you know, deja vu happens for a reason, and that's why we need to pay more attention to our intuition. And what is that? Well, we're talking right now. I had butterfly come through my mind. That's intuition. Mm -hmm. That's the, we need to play games with spirit because spirit and, you know, our, our guides, our angels, our loved ones, our collective team, they're waiting. We just have to say, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm ready. Right. And, but here's the thing, you got to get out of your own way. And that's the ego. The ego is the mask. We're taking that off. We have 2020 vision, do we not? And we tend to be in the left brain more. The left brain tends to be that, um, that masculine energy, that fight or flight. That's where that comes from. We're, we're, we're now shifting to the right. But here's the thing. We've, we don't want to become separated. There, we need to come to the one, to source, to, as Buddha would say, you know, we're not just a drop in the ocean. We are the ocean. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm, I'm just sitting with that because I think that if this is resonating with you and you're listening, just sit with that, sit with these things. This is part of the work, you know, and if you're an A-type, 
like me, and you've been go, go, go your whole life, sometimes these moments of silence and these moments of pause and reflection, we haven't accepted that that does count too. Mm -hmm. And it for sure does. It still counts. It still counts as work and part of the process, you know, and that's, that's part of what I believe you're talking about with the reflection and the pausing and, and inquiring, especially with the inner child work. It's like paying attention to those things that come up, but also too, when you're working with someone like Christine, they're going to help ask the questions and invite the exercises, invite you to do the exercises that are going to help you go deeper than you could probably do on your own. Would you agree? Oh gosh. Yeah. There's so much information out there. Um, it's really go with how you feel. What if you're like, Oh, I like this person and I like this book and, um, I like this podcast. Then that's what you go with because it's really opening you up to maybe places you've been closed off to. And meditation isn't sitting in lotus position, you know, with your back straight. Meditation is like they say, chop wood, carry water. For me, my meditation is prayer. My meditation is out in nature. Mm -hmm. uh, my meditation is yoga. I, I do yoga every day because it not only connects the body, the mind, the breath, everything. It does everything mm -hmm. for me. But everybody's different. Of course. Well, everybody's in their own journey, right? To find those things. Yep. I think what you're going to find as you listen to all these episodes is you're going to hear for you, right? Like everybody's going to hear that string of things that comes up in every episode, right? It's going to, I feel like it's going to be different for each person, but you're going to hear a theme. And if you start noticing a theme yes. of this thing that's sticking out for you, you're like, that's what you want to go deeper on. You want to work on, you want to, you know, work on your growth because, like that's, it's like, it's just like, it's speaking to you. Right. And that's what you're talking about. The intuition. As yes. Well. Mm -hmm. And, and tracking, tracking our emotions. Mm -hmm. I, I have affirmations that I use with my clients in regards to sacral. I honor my emotions. Many two times we, we suppress, mm -hmm. I honor my passions, my desires. I'm emotionally healthy. It's safe for me to feel and express my emotions. A lot of times we hide or we don't want to look, you know, and be embarrassed or that's a shame. That's a shame, guilt wound there. I'm flexible and open to change, which, you know what? I think we've done this for over a year. We're, I think we're pretty adaptable and resilient. I embrace my sexuality. It's a natural part of my life. There are a lot of sexual trauma that that's all being uncovered right now, big time. And I'm sexually balanced and healthy. Yeah. And those Meaning are, I'm not too overly over here and I'm not over, you know, it's a balance. Again, Buddha, mm -hmm. a balance. Mm -hmm. Everything is coming back to the center and how I feel. Right. And are those, and those are different like affirmations you were saying that we could say or where, how did those oh, yeah. fit? Yeah. Post them up, put them up on the mirror in the bathroom, put them in your car, put them on your phone, put them on your computer, write them down a hundred times until it's make your own. Like I have a whole bunch of affirmations on my, on my website and on Facebook, you can grab whatever, like people have affirmations all over. No, I love that. So I want to go a little bit and kind of like shift gears. I feel like it's the perfect time to go a little bit deeper into the sacral chakra. Okay. What sure. is it? And then even we were chatting a little bit before we actually went live with the conversation about like kind of the different chakras and how you were explaining, you know, the lower and then the heart and then the upper. So just will you chat a little bit about that? 
Yeah, sure. You know, I <laughs> chakras, I'm like, oh, you know, um, there, there are all these energy wheels. But as you get, I mean, we all have, it's all about our energy. It's our aura. I, I do work with um, Edgar Casey quite a bit. He was a sleeping prophet. If you don't know who he is, check him out. He works a lot with the chakras, the colors, mm-hmm. colors are very. So, I mean, when we're working with the, the sacral chakra, we, we tend to think of orange. It's also linked to water. Water is our emotions. Mm-hmm. It's also linked to taste because that is our senses, right? Coming out, those are one of our senses that we feel. I, you know, if clients want to strengthen their sacral, if they find it's a little weak, meaning their creativity is stifled, some part of their sexuality is stifled, um, they're feeling really low vibrationally there, you know, they can um, open it up with, like I said, essential oils, affirmations, getting work done. Even the food you eat, go towards the, you know, the orange, the oranges, the the peaches, carrots, of course, because that's what you see. Your your crystals, um, your carnelians, your moonstone. I will say moonstone. That's like one of my favorites. And ladies, I mean, we are highly tied to the moon. I want to bring that in as well. Okay. If you find around the full moon, you're feeling crazy. You know, it it's normal. In a, until you figure out how to, because something's off in your sacral chakra. It's highly tied to that. And it's also tied to our cycle, right? We're ladies. It's a very powerful time to manifest things as well, um, if you're into the moon. <laughs> but the moon is, you know, we're, we're uh, 70% water as well. So if the moon can move tides, it can move us, can it not? Yeah. Yeah. So um, lower three chakras, those are tied to the ego, the root chakra, which is our survival, right? Mm-hmm. And sacral. And then your solar plexus is, that's the ego again. That's like, you know, it can, it can go both ways where you're so passionate and fiery and sometimes it's overbearing or you're so meek and, oh, I don't know if I should do that. I'm, I, I, I can't do that. So those are your lower three, getting those Honestly, figuring those ones out are really going to release the heart because the heart is the soul. Our heart uh, chakra is our intelligence, not the brain, but the heart. There's been a lot of study on the heart intelligence. I think of Greg Braden. I think of Joe Dispenza. Um, I think of Bruce Lipton. There's even um, there's that, a heart, yeah, math. heart math. Oh my God. We were just going to say it at the same time. I was like, there's heart math. <laughs> <laughs> So know that to be true, that that is where everything should sit. And then the throat, the third eye and the crown are the upper three and they're linked to divine consciousness, your divinity to the universe, to God. Hmm. So really try, I call it the Holy Trinity. Think of it as a triangle. Yeah. Because that's the PowerPoint is up through the crown. So a question that someone may have, because I've had this in the past when I first started exploring all of this, it's like, okay, you know, you hear this stuff and it sounds good. Balance your chakras and clean them out and close them and open them. Like, what does that really mean? Or how do you know that they are clean? How do you know that you've opened and closed them? Like, how do you know that you're in balance? It's a feeling. It's like you're in flow, you know, when you're doing something, it's just, again, time, just, there is no time. Yeah. It reminds me of the matrix. If you really want to talk about it, 
if anybody's watched the movie, The Matrix, it's that same idea where they're in slow-mo, but everything is happening in perfect balance and reason. That's how I see it. Yeah. But it's only because I've practiced, I do it every day. Yeah. It's something you do every day. It's, I, I work with a client and she's in France. There's a bit of a language barrier, but this lady is amazing. When she can't think of an, the word in English, she has a Google translator. She sends it to me and she's laminated all of the prayers mm-hmm. and the chakra stuff that I sent for, so she could have it on the wall and she practices twice a day mm-hmm. Yep, being dedicated. Like this is a dedication. I say intuition saved my life. I'm not kidding because I've had two attempts to die by suicide. Okay. Mm. I do this work. It means so much to me and helping other people find their holy shit moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this is why I do the work that I do because I know it helped me. And I know there are other people going, this is, I need this. Yeah. This is my life jacket. my lifesaver. So true. Because I I think I just keep going back to the A type thing, you know, to do this stuff, at least the way I experienced life. It was like, I perceived as if I was happy all the time. Of course, I had other emotions, but I've I've always been a very happy go lucky person, positive, etc. So to go in and and look at this stuff, that was uncomfortable to go in and Mm -hmm. think about things that I may have been hurt from, you know, I mean, myself, even I have experiences in my past where I have been sexually abused, but it wasn't until recently that I actually was willing to say that and, and say those words because I was like, yeah, whatever. It was probably my fault. And, you know, cause it happened. And then I was like, well, okay, that happened. And then I just like buried it. Right. So I could be happy go lucky again. So what you're talking mm-hmm. about is I feel like it's like having the, the commitment. You also have to be ready to go through this work, whether, yeah. whether it's because something major happened like you, right. Where you needed something to help keep Christine alive and to help you yes. push forward, you know, or it's like, you're just ready, but it, it is, it is different to go through this work and to dig in and, and really bring up things that you feel like you already moved past, but yet if you couldn't even talk about them, then did you really move past them? Exactly. We, we, distract ourselves whether and I or we numb ourselves out and you do have to be ready I actually I I have pre-call with clients before I work with them I will not work with just anybody and I'm not saying that's because you know I'm this and I'm that no it's because I want to make sure we're on the same page Mm -hmm. and that they have to do the work I'm not here to fix anything yeah I'm only here to guide you to fix for yourself to have your own epiphanies and oh my goodness it had nothing to do it was you know it was my uncle that abused me and then I turned around and abused myself and then and many times we find out we have narcissist we attract a lot of narcissistic relationships because we have not established a boundary and no is a complete sentence people like stop people stop exhausting yourself and being the martyr and impaling yourself to save others because you don't want to look at your own stuff. Mm. I mean, I'm speaking from experience here. I did it my whole life and that's what it it brought me down Mm -hmm. twice. Mm. So I'm just, you know, I'm really, uh, you know, whether it's through drugs, 
um, whether it's through food, whether it's through work, whether it's through sex, any, those are all addictions. And then scrolling, social media, that's a distraction and a numbing out and sometimes a trigger Mm -hmm. all at the same time. And the news. I honestly, I don't watch it. I don't want to know anything about it. I can investigate my own things because news is never evolving with spirit. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. And it doesn't matter who's in charge, presidents, prime ministers. It doesn't matter. It's what are you doing about yourself? Mm -hmm. Because that stuff outside of you is never going to change. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely, I hope that that really hits home you know, for, for you listener, like that really hits home, especially with everything that's been going on because myself, I've never liked the news. And then I started looking because it was like, whoa, what's going on? And I kept trying to look for the answer. The answer never came. The answer was always moving. It was never like complete. And then I was like, well, what am I doing? I'm stressed. I'm anxious. I'm frustrated. I'm snippy. I'm all these things. I was like, no more news. I'm done. You know, like you said, you, you can get everything from internally connecting to yourself, your, your higher source, God, universe, spirit. Like you said, before we started Mickey Mouse, like whoever it is that you resonate with, you can really go deeper and, and trust and know that this is going to deliver you the results that you crave. I think that's the big thing. It's it's belief and expecting that this work will work. I guess you know, like this work will provide results for you. Anything you want to absolutely, add? you yeah. just have to you have to do the work. Yeah, no one's no one's gonna do it for you. And um, yeah, and 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 separation that that's part of the narrative as well is trying to separate us when united we stand divided we fall i actually posted that yesterday and that's an old quote from aesop um mm-hmm. i mean yeah <laughs> and you think of nostradamus too i mean this guy like einstein they always talk about the science part but you know what uh-uh. they were highly intuitive yeah didn't they say yeah because like it was like I think Elon Musk, Einstein, Tesla, like a lot of them received this information as a download, whether when they were sleeping or when they would fall asleep. Which one was the one that used to sit in the chair? I can't remember. It was Einstein who used to sit in the chair and then he would have like a something like tied to his hand so that that way when it fell, it would wake him up. Like he didn't want to fall quite asleep. He wanted to get in that like that beta. In that dream. That dream state. So he could get those Mm -hmm. downloads to be able to you know, and I, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just thinking, like you said, of all the like external factors that feed into this and, and, you know, people making judgments, right. On yeah. this type of work or these types of things that we're talking about here. And once again, I, I st- personally, I feel like it still comes back to following what resonates with you and what's calling you, but also not, I guess, how do I want to say it's almost like stepping into your power and following that for you. You're not doing the changes for everybody else. You're doing the changes for you, the growth, all of that. Yeah, that, that's that's really the only reason. What What is your uh, motive? Mm-hmm. Is it for someone else? Are you trying to prove something? Are you trying to get attention? Really, you need to look inside. A lot of us don't want to look inside because it's scary. 
Or I get clients that say, if I open up, I feel like I'm going to unravel. I won't be able to, I, I won't be able to sustain what's going to come out. And I said, honey, you know, I, I feel you. I've been there. <laughs> and I, I got you back. Everything I do is all about unconditional love, forgiveness of self, which is huge. When's the last time you forgave yourself? And others, it releases the poison because you don't die from the snake bite, you die from the poison. Mm -hmm. So are, you're releasing that and healing. That's why we're here. Three things. That's it. Healing, forgiveness, unconditional love. That's why we're here. And we're all making our way home together. There is no me. It is we. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love this. This has been, there's been a lot of different aha moments, exciting things that we've talked about. So if someone is like, Christine is my person that I want to connect with, hear more from, where should they go? Like, what would be the next steps if someone wants to discuss doing inner child work or working on sacral or any of the things we've talked about? Sure. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I have a lot of uh, free content. And I also have a 30 minute uh, discovery call as well. So. And all of those are the same? Where, how do they, is it all 24K healing? Oh, 24K, yeah, that would be good to say. And then website is 24khealing.ca uh, as well. Okay, perfect. No, I definitely, any, any other parting tips, wisdom, story, anything else that you want to share before we close up? I, I like I, I tell my clients, uh, you know, and to anyone actually, your your time is now, and you're so needed. It, no more hiding. It's time to step out into who you truly are at a soul level and find your purpose. That's why we're here. And the quote that I came up with years ago, because I made the connection myself, I, I don't know where I was, but I had one of those moments, and I use it. It's my tagline. It's my motto. Healing begins where the ego ends. Ooh, love that. That's power. Yeah. Healing begins. And, uh, it, where also, the ego I, ends. sorry, I have a podcast as well. Oh yeah. And where I bring on lots of um, lots of spirit. It's based in spirituality, but mainly, you know, with the healing aspect, um, the power of healing your energy show. So mm -hmm. you can check that out. It's it's on podcast. It's on YouTube. Have fun. Enjoy. Yes, definitely. No, I, I appreciate this. This has been powerful. Thank you guys for listening. Now, now, you know, let's, let's trust and believe that you've taken the first step to heal your sacral chakra and yourself. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Life Adventurous podcast. If you love this episode, remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. For course information, freebies, and to stay connected, join our Ohana, that means family, at www.2jhala.com forward slash Ohana. Remember to stay positive, enjoy the journey, and most of all, keep those eyes open for all of the adventures surrounding you.